<laughs> we were born ready. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another roundtable discussion. Today, we're going to be speaking about what is the higher self, the divine being of light that makes us who we are. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. I'm Victoria Mador, and we have Amelvis and Natalie. I'm Natalie from N5 Tribe Life Coaching. I'm Melvis from the Four Elements Healing. Awesome. So let's start with a quick overview of how do we define what is our higher self, our being of light, our spirit, our soul, from your perspective. So, you know, the thing is, we have, as a society, have, I feel like have become so disconnected and we feel like we're on this island. It's just like us and, and there is no, we've lost a lot of that connection to source and to, to our higher selves. And so to me, um, the higher self, it, it's an extension of yourself. It's part of you. It's part of source, uh, the ultimate higher power. And um, it's an energy that like links us to everything and to everyone. So it's something that allows us to have access with this universal knowledge, this universal energy, this universal love uh, that is there to, to, for us to, to get information from, for us to feel connected to, for us to remember that we are not an island. We are not separate. That was like, can I say what she said? Um, no, I, that was that was actually really yummy. I'm nervous. I, I want to add like, right, it's this essence. It's our essence. It's our soul. But that goes beyond the ego and the self, which is what you said, right? But like getting outside, it, it's breaking the limitations of what our ego tells us. It's like way beyond that for me. When I think of like my higher self, it's I am consciously connected to everything and nothing and all at the same time. And it just, it's this yummy feeling. I just know, I feel I am. And it's, uh, I feel very complete and I feel very um, connected to, to what you were saying in Melvis, right? That we're, we feel like we're solo on an island, but we're, we're not. We're all these amazing, beautiful souls having our own journeys, but in the same playground right playground meaning however you want to take that but yeah 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 I think for me the way that I see the higher self or our being of light is that golden egg that is remembering and feeling everything all at the same time no matter what experience it may be and it's just waiting to be embraced in order for it to be one with us so it's almost like the more that we awaken the more that we grow the more that we can become one with it um so that it's not outside of me but very deep within my inner being and because it's so it's 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 almost like having different, like we know we are physical. We know that we have many different light bodies. We have the pranic body. We have the auric body. We have <clears throat> so many higher bodies. And within that, 
inside of it, there is this being of light that makes us who we are. And when we become more connected to who we really are, then you can grow and expand and be the one uh, that is really in control of everything that we do here. So life becomes completely different and it becomes a magical experience where we actually like being here and we feel so connected to everything and everyone because we can feel that strong connection with ourselves. That would be my definition. You know, what you said, like, made me think of something like, it's so simple for us to realize, like, okay, I mean, I don't have a six pack, but I could like, right, like, you're like, yeah, I have muscles. Yes, I could define my muscles if I want, if I made to made that effort. And we, we accept that readily. But we also have access to this higher self to this universal energy. And we don't we that feels so like, not real. But it's like the, along the same line, it's something that we just need to strengthen and develop. Right. Right. And I think one of the reasons why I wanted to have a conversation about what is the higher self and where does it reside is because a lot of people, um, depending on the different healing modalities that we use, we say, and now I'm going to welcome the higher self to take over. And then when we're done, and now I'm going to ask you to receive where it belongs. Where is it going? I just find that interesting. So when you want to connect with your true essence, what is it that you do to allow that part of you to be the one in charge? That is a fantastic question. And I loved, you mentioned earlier the magical experience, right? With it, when we are connected in tune with allowing our higher self to be present, we do have magical experience here on earth and why to Melvis's point do we think that it's so hard and not a part of us and yeah I can have these abs but I gotta work on it we can also work on on our higher selves but for me I think to answer your current question Victoria connecting to my higher self consists of a lot of meditation and not just like my five minute like grounding I just need to breathe meditation like my long meditation where I am in complete stillness physically so that I can feel what's going on energetically, spiritually. Like I open up my crown, my crown chakra. I connect source. Like I, it's this beautiful. It's a lot of visualization. I realize a lot of what I do for me personally, and I and I and I aim to teach my clients. But I, it's a lot of visualization. So I visualize a lot of things, and then over time, I just it's like a it's a feeling that I get. But I know when I'm in connected to my higher self when. I'm in a space of surrender when I'm like, no, I trust that that project that I sent out is going to work well, or I, that offer that I made, it's going to come back. Like when I'm just releasing and doing and being, and not really focused on like, well, I need this to happen like this. And I also need this to look just like this. When I surrender control of that, I know that I'm being, I'm in more connection with my higher self because I'm trusting, I'm trusting in her, in me, I'm trusting in source, I'm trusting in God. And it's not, it's not an easy thing. To always do uh life happens but when you do I feel it yeah I you know I don't want to oversimplify it because it does obviously just like working a, mu- a physical muscle does take effort and and you know 
repetition of of the bringing you know these out bringing out your connection to your higher self bringing out your muscles um but honestly it it is it's not simple but yet it is because we don't we don't pause and reflect, you know, we just work, our minds are constantly going. And of course, you know, that's where meditation comes in as far as uh, allowing you to silence the mind. Um, but there's little things you can do throughout the day, just as simple as when you're faced with like, you're not sure what is in your, you know, what, what your higher self would want you to do. Just, you pause, you, you know, ask, just start making those little tiny steps at the beginning where you're kind of creating a relationship or creating that, like that go-to step of asking, of just acknowledging that there is energy and knowledge out there for you to access if you make, if you choose to. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you both mentioned the different ways in one way or another that you tap with your higher self, because for some people it's going to be different, right? Like depending on the different clairs that we have more <laughs> active uh, for, you know, like Natalie's like yummy, like <laughs> she can actually taste it. I know. Right. For somebody else, it could be hearing like when I, when I'm selling, Sitting in silence, can you hear if you clear? It's one of those where you feel like you have to hear in order for you to understand what your higher self is saying or um, just truly feeling that connection that makes you spark inside, right? Like you just feel like, whoa, and like everything is like so beautiful and it feels like you're on drugs. <laughs> You yeah, and it can be that. like super subtle too. It can be like mm -hmm. just a complete sense of like stillness or a complete just sense of peace, or it can peace. be like fireworks, or it can be the opposite. It's just you have to really begin tuning in to right. realize what does this communication feel or look like for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And love is you said it great. You said, in other words, you said allow the space for it. Like take a moment to allow for anything to happen, to, to start a conversation with it, to tap into the opportunity. That That is key. And it's simple and not simple. The way you said it was so right. perfect. But if we're never allowing for that opportunity to even arise, how are we even going to tap into our higher self? So being in that space of curiosity and, and allowing. is One thing that I, uh, you know, from some of the clients that I have worked with that felt that connection, now that you mentioned Amelvis, how subtle it can be for some people, it's so subtle that sometimes you're sitting and you just feel like that lift, it's like mm. that little lift and it takes you and then everything becomes just pure oneness. Like just one. Yeah, just a everything. tiny shift. Right. Yeah. And for some people, because they never felt that within them, it's like, I cannot breathe because I can feel everything for the first time ever. And for some people, it's like crying because it's such a sweetness to it that even the pain feels sweet. Like, mm -hmm. whoa, this is possible. Like to feel you 
as me one you know and feel that because when we tap to our higher self there is no separation so everything becomes oneness yeah it's so beautiful there's so much when when we're able to like tap into that essence of who we are and and all these things that are available to us to reconnect uh it just but it just it's amazing but yeah we have to really allow the space for that to happen because I mean there have been times in my life where where I've needed like trumpets or like you know loudspeakers <laughs> hey, hey pay attention to this dude. Yeah. yeah but the more you just you know incorporate this into your daily practice it be, you begin really picking up those subtle messages those subtle just and these messages like you said Victoria some you know some of us um mm. hear it but th- there's so many different ways and I think that's some that's somewhere we get stuck because we expect that it's going to look the same for us and it doesn't yes yeah it's, it's essentially a wellspring of inner wisdom. Like think of like a candy store with wisdom. Like it's, oh, I don't want to say the word. No, like it's like, oh, candy store. I know this. I know this. I can learn about this. I can tap into this. It's, it is a magical experience. Like I think that's the favorite thing I heard today. It's a truly magical experience. And why not make this life a little bit more magical? I'm down for that. I mean, but good. So now I'm going to ask you, what is your opinion about, you know, how people that are going through different traumas or healing or spiritual awakening, they're always looking for answers outside Mm -hmm. Google, YouTube, social media, whatever it may be. Right. So there is such a, it's so much that sometimes we don't have that time to quiet down because we're looking, we have to find. And sometimes people become obsessive. I have to know what that spirit wanted to tell me. And I have to go find the answers and you're on a hunt, but you don't have time for that quiet time, right? Yeah. So what will you, your advice be for those people that are always on the hunt? for information um you know this really <laughs> this really hits home for me because that that has been me um <laughs> I I definitely I love just learning and gathering information and as I was doing that you know just learning everything because I'm so passionate about about you know connecting to source and and reclaiming who I, who I am. I'm, I've just been, it's something that I, I think about every min, minute of the day. Um, but yeah, I definitely, that was, that was part of the journey for me, just gathering so much information. And I don't know that I could have done it any differently. It's like, it I went be. through this path of doing that until I realized like you, as you gather more information, you come to the point where you realize like, okay, I know all this, but I'm not going to get there till I just go like, till I stop looking for this data outside of me. And it just, it's a shift that comes with the journey. Like we're all so we're all on our own path. Yeah. I am. Uh, we, we are on our own paths and I like that it resonated for you. Melvis. I think too, just reminding people to take a pause because I do this with any type of 
activity, question, knowledge, seeking, taking pauses, taking time in nature, being by yourself, or doing your favorite activity. Mine is dance. Anytime I dance, I am connected. Like it's like a plug. It's like, okay, here we go. I'm plugged in. Like take a pause from computers, electronics, and just be like reminding ourselves that, okay, it's cool. I'm going to research this. And I also get to go for a walk and just take a pause and see what comes up. Cause when in those little pauses, it's like when the, those little like messages and like, oh yeah. And like, oh wait, I know this. Oh wait, I feel this. Wait, why is this song in my head all of a sudden? Those things can happen with those pauses. So I think for me, that's what I would recommend to people who are constantly seeking outside of themselves. And it's hard. It's so easy today. I mean, how much can we find in three seconds on here? It's, I get it. It's, it's too, it's too easy. So we have to consciously want to take a pause. Right, right. Yeah. I love that you said that you have to, it has to be a conscious decision, mm-hmm. you know, for you to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to find out what information is within. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I think I have a, the other side of that, I'm always like, even though I do love learning and looking up things, I, I will only do that after I receive the information from my spirit. So it's a different, it's the only other that. side. But I think for me, I see information and information is no, it's no healing. To, to me, information is information outside of me, unless it really comes into my space where I allow that information to mean something important to me. Then it's just extra garbage that I'm putting here because I cannot deal with that. I, like I work differently. Like if I don't, if I don't feel that, if I don't receive that, then I don't go looking for it because then I feel like it's just going to like a virus, like it's going to, you know, like damage something because I'm like, well, I'm not getting this the pure way. So to me, some things take longer because if I don't receive it first, then I don't feel like I, I am called to that yet. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. Oh, um, it, it, it definitely <laughs> does. I think what's really beautiful to hear both sides of this, because I realized I've had both, right? Like I've had, let me figure out how to um, mindfully eat. And then I would like research and try different things. But then sometimes in the dream, I'll have like someone say something in full sentence and then, then quietly the next day, the next day, the next day, I'm like, oh wait, I get to look into Reiki. Like there's something with my left hand. And so I've had both experiences, which is really beautiful. Um, and options, which we love to share on this podcast, right? There are so many ways of delving into yourself, outside of yourself, but ultimately coming back into connecting to your higher self like it's 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 important in the sense of wanting to be that feeling of oneness we are all one we're all energy we're all love we're all god whatever word you want to use but we when you tap into this feeling you'll know what we're saying it's it's hard to it's hard to communicate this without having felt it I think I didn't really believe in this when I was younger I was very ego driven and it was like well I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to do this and and me, 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 me. But until I kind of had my first glimpses of my higher self, I didn't, I didn't think that way. I thought I was an island. In fact, I went to a therapist for years and he told me that I was always on an island. Now it makes sense. But I was like, what do you mean? I'm I'm on the island of Manhattan, sure. But and now it makes sense what he was saying. So interesting. 
Yeah. Yeah, I love this. There's so much more to go into with this. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what other questions to ask you because I know we have part two coming up. Um, mm. Anything else that you want to share in regards to your journey to tapping in and integrating your higher self? Um, yeah, you know, I really... Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you guys remember the first times that you have started tapping in? I would love like a little quick antidote. Like I, I want to know how, how it was for you guys. Um, um, go ahead, Abelbis. <laughs> I, I don't you know that I can not. tell you the first time. I know something that, re- um, something that helped me initially when I hadn't yet um, I guess built that vibratory connection um, was like automatic writing, uh, just writing down. It's, it actually, blew, it would blow my mind because I would just write, I would ask a question, I would write what would come to mind. And it felt like it was nonsense when I was writing, like it didn't, I, like I was just writing random words. But afterwards, when you really pause and read what came, well, when I did, what came up for me, it it was, it provided so much clarity. So that was, that was something that I found helpful for myself. Interesting. I think um, I had that connection and for a long time, I was very afraid of that connection because of so, so much power that it came with that I didn't want it. So I was afraid of myself for a long time. And then when I wanted it, I couldn't get it because I was desperate and desperation is never a good friend with your higher self, right? So, <laughs> but I think also there are pieces of our soul that are so fragmented that it needs the conscious as the one that is in this reality to say, hey, we're going to do this together. And when I found that version of myself, I saw it as a partnership. I am not giving, I am giving you access to this reality, right? And we are one, but it's no, it's no a relationship where either one has more than the other, if that makes any sense. Like I see it as a, as a partnership for the potential of healing together, through many different realities, especially this life, right? Because what does it matter if we heal a hundred different lives if we're not happy here now? So that partnership has been in every day, like, hey, how you doing? How are we doing today? You know, like checking in daily, right? And, and going through the process of respecting each other. Because for when there were times when I was, hearing things and seeing things and I'm like you, this is too much so let's take a step back here this is how I want this thing to be in order for me to be able to handle this so developing that relationship with myself <laughs> has been an interesting journey I love <laughs> you that. <laughs> yeah I love it too reciprocal right like both parts like yeah. they both yeah. give and take and learn mm. that's beautiful Okay, so thank you, ladies. This has been beautiful to share. Absolutely. 
Thank you for saving space. <laughs> I will see you next I week. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah. See you all next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Ciao.